welcome to another edition of the Brief Talk Podcast. We are with you with a brand, huzzah, we are trying to get more brands on the show, and we have Ed from Raw Design, Raw Studio Designs. I always transpose that every time I do it, because I'm dyslexic, and it just uh, it messes with my mind every time I try to write it. I have to look it up every time. Welcome. Well, hi, how are you? I'm good other than trying to get the name right, which I knew I was going to do it, and it's written right in front of me. So Not a problem. You know what? Sometimes I screw it up myself. Because <laughs> I have to look up. I'm like, is it this? Is it? Of course, being dyslexic, it doesn't help at all. Well, you to know. tell you the truth, it used to be just Raw Studio. But because I was trying to register the name and Raw Studio was taken by a company that designs uh, furniture, I went with Raw Studio Designs because technically I, I use raw materials, raw creativity, raw talent. And it I, I have a home studio that I converted into my workspace. And design is what I do. So I, I figured, okay, it all makes sense. Raw studio designs. True. That is true. Good. Other <laughs> than that, we'll make go forward on the podcast. So first okay. off, tell if our listeners are not familiar with your company. I know we profiled you on the blog many a times. And, and thank uh, you for that. around a little while. And if they're familiar with Jockstrap Central, you've been on their site. Correct. Uh, tell them a little bit about you. Well, let's see. I've always loved to be creative. So ever since I was a little kid, I was always drawing and sketching or, or making something. That transposed into me starting to design clothing, partly because I liked that aspect of taking something like a piece of fabric and turning it into something that was functional and moved with you and kind of adorned the body. Um, then later on in life, I, I actually had the opportunity to design or start designing my own label, which uh, I did. And I had a store. It was predominantly gay circuit wear, party-centric clothing, and a sports casual. And through that, I got into designing some leather and fetish wear. And that kind of jolted a little something in me because a lot of the times I was doing leather jocks and, and so forth. And then I got into designing things with little memories of growing up, playing sports, being in certain teams, and what that all conjured in my mind. So I guess it released a little bit of that fetishy side for underwear that I have always had. And so I started manufacturing and making more and more underwear that turned to be one of my better selling products. Nice. Yes. And so through that, uh, speed up the years a little bit and raw studio designs came into play. I decided that I'm no longer making clothes of all kinds. I started designing just uh, swimwear and jock straps and thongs and, and you name it. I didn't concentrate as much on thongs at the beginning because it wasn't as big as the seller. Now mm -hmm. it's becoming one of the largest sellers. Specifically, I have something called the sock, which it's like a, a backless thong. Uh, so it's a pouch that holds everything in. It gives you the swing and, and the support at the same time. It's really yes. a lot of fun. And that seems to be one of my number one sellers at this at this point in time. It actually, I used to, oh, I still have a jock strap called uh, White Angel Jock that is my number one seller, uh, one because it's white, it's got uh, mesh sides, and it feels silky smooth to the touch. It's amazing, and it's quite stretchy and flexible. It looks amazing on. So that one was my number one, but right now the, the sock has taken over uh, as far as the number one position. Nice. Yes, those are been around a while in yes. many forms yes and for those of you who are listening you may have listened to our all-man show the international mail show where they talked about their version of it 
and how it is been one of their most popular ones ever. And I had like two or three of them running around and there's so much you can do with, with that design. Cause some have the pouch that's small, some have a bigger pouch and some have, so it's good to see that style is still around. You know, it's interesting you say that uh, not too long ago, I had the creative director for International Mail send me an email through my website saying, t- telling me about the sock and how, you know, uh, they did with it and that he actually ordered a pair of mine and was thrilled to see a different evolution of what they started. So that was, I think, one of the biggest compliments I ever got in my design of underwear uh, life. It it was actually really sweet, and so I I sent him a, 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 an extensive thank you, thank you, thank you, and he's been following me. And I I mean, for me, growing up, you know, getting the International Mail magazine and ordering uh, a little bit because when you're in high school and you know you're seeing this magazine, it's a uh, it's quasi porn. For me, was like the highlight. It was an amazing moment for to have this person take a time out to reach out to me just to say something that nice. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. I I quite enjoyed that. That's This industry is so cool sometimes. That's why I like this industry. Love it. Because you get people to reach out. They make it personal, and and that's Mm -hmm. the part I love because it is such an intimate and personal thing. I love it when my clients send me emails or, or messages on Instagram or Twitter uh, and, and they say, you know, oh, I just got, you know, a product. I tried it out. It looks amazing on me. Or I really love how it feels. Or thank you for sometimes I do a little surprise, which is when a, when a client orders certain things and I think, OK, you know what? I think I'm going to send this person a gift. I don't mention it at all, ever. I just do it because I'm always grateful for what I get. So I believe in passing that forward. And so I'll include like uh, what I call an EC cock ring uh, made out of Lycra or some kind of an elastic. Uh, They're flexible. They're really easy to put on and take off. Uh, You can wear it under swimwear, et cetera. So I'll, I'll send a little gift. And so, and they'll say, you know, thank you for the gift. And then they'll send me pictures and it's always fun to, to get pictures from my clients. Um, and I love the fact that they're always also super respectful and it's like, is it okay for me to, and hello, I'm an underwear designer. Of course it's okay <laughs> to send images. I love that. Yes. That's, that's when you know you've made it. Everyone keeps sending you pictures or posting online and tagging you and, Absolutely. And you know what? For a small company like mine, I always find it flattering when I get a lot of these Instagram people and Twitter uh, followers that are posting stuff that I've made with my own two hands and they're wearing it. For me, that's like that's the highest high. I love, love, love that. Nice. Well, that's a sign you are making good stuff. People enjoy it and, you know, you're, you're creative and you've done so many cool things over the years. I will say one of the most recent ones you did that I really liked was the wrestling inspired collection, which was so much fun. Yes. The Lucha Libre. Uh, Yes. Yes. So how did that collection come about? Because it was bright, colorful, fun, and amazing. Oh, thank you. You know what? That's actually a great story. Pandemic had hit. Uh, everyone went to nothing. The minute that we were able to fly out, I wanted to go see my mom, who's living in South America. And so growing up, I always saw Lucha Libre wrestling. Having said that, when I went down to see my mom, what was on television, but Lucha Libre wrestling. And I always thought, one, how hot is it to see these guys wrestle around in their in their skivvies? But two, it was just so iconic to me. So I decided I, I wanted to do something with that realm. There was no fabrics to be found. So I decided, hey, since I'm down here, I may as well 
design some fabric, which I did. And so mm-hmm. I created these fabrics, had them printed there, and flew back to Canada, where I'm at, and uh, started making my own designs with the fabric that I created, which was this Lucha Libre masks. And so I did it as a trilogy. The first part was multicolored, bright and exciting, which kind of captivates that sort of energy that that wrestling has and the theatrics of Lucha Libre. Then the second fabrics was the same masks, but now in a black and white. So a little bit more dark and the dark side of wrestling. You know how there's always like the good and the bad mm-hmm. kind of to, to create that. And then the last part, uh, which is in the process of being developed right now, is in this indigo blue, which is one of my favorite colors. I think it looks great on pretty much every man I've ever seen it on, which is similar to like a deeper version of blue jeans. And I'm doing that with white and with black to accent certain areas, which you'll see, and using some mesh as well. So it's it's a, a different approach altogether from the first second incarnation so the third has its own vibe nice i didn't know there's another collection coming yes it should be coming out in about a month from now so we're looking at probably middle to end of october very nice well i'm excited now because that was (laughs) i'm actually really excited to do a photo shoot with them Uh, that's one of my other highlights i love shooting and so I I try to create images that kind of evoke all these these uh, inspirations that I have. Well, I'm excited now. I'm like, I pulled up your website. So while we're talking, except for my iPad is not not agreeing with me right at this moment. So there we go. I pulled it up. Yeah, because you know I have a mask that a friend brought me back from Mexico. Mm-hmm. That I've had for about a year now. And I just love the wrestling masks from Mexico because they're so much fun. Oh my Aren't God. they? And it's kind of dirty hot. Yeah, it is kind of dirty hot. And there's so many different ones. And mm-hmm. now I need to go to Mexico so I can buy a bunch more. I'm just like, because oh. if you look online, they can be expensive online, but you need to go to Mexico and buy one. I could always send you a couple that I may or may not have lying around here. Ooh, just saying. But yeah, it's it's good to see creativity in the world of underwear that steps outside of, you know, the normal normal bounds because every brand has inspiration in different places. So the Mexican wrestling is so much fun that when I saw it, I was like, oh, my God, that's different. So it stood out for me entirely. Right. So I was happy to see that from you. And I was like, yay. Oh, thank you. Well, you know what? I mean, as you, as you well know, any person that's creative, everything comes from something that is part of your life. And that was part of my life. And, and my, my, I'm not Mexican. I'm actually South American from Ecuador originally, but I've lived in Canada all my life. And so it was just one of these little things of my past that I wanted to reintroduce with a modern sort of take on it. And so I've never seen underwear with that kind of an inspiration. And that's why I wanted to create something um, and that's the 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 secret behind Raw Studio Designs. It's not what you will see everywhere else. I don't like to reproduce things that everyone has already done. I have a very specific point of view. It's a little bit different. Sometimes it's very soft and subtle. Sometimes it's really sporty and masculine. Sometimes it's more fetishy and kinky. And it really depends on my mood and what's going on with uh, my life. That's cool, though. That's definitely, I think you should have fun with your underwear. And then more and more people are embracing their kink side, which I have noticed in the last couple of years, which is a good thing, mm-hmm. I will say. And you have 
pretty much everything because you have leather jocks, which are probably, I'm scrolling through your website right now, looking, which are very affordable for leather because yes. you can get in the hundreds. Absolutely. You, you have mesh, you have all sorts of amazing things in there and prints and classic jocks and so it's good to see that you are doing something a little different out of the ordinary and well you know what what i'm thinking is this no man is one thing we all have many sides to us and sometimes we might want something very athletic and sporty to wear to the gym sometimes we'll want something a little bit more silky satiny to the touch and and sexier or sometimes we'd want something a little bit more hard edge and and leathery and and fetishy and so it's about kind of helping to unleash whatever is going through you at that point in time at the end of it all what you present to the world is external what you have underneath is for you and so i've always loved knowing that someone is wearing something that i've I've designed and it's making them feel good about themselves or helping them develop a side to themselves that they may or may not know they had. And I think all that kind of comes to play with it. I love, I love, love, love designing. Well, it definitely shows in your designs because it's a lot of different things. And I like when you mix the harnesses with the jocks, with the leather. It's a real interesting thing you've been doing the last couple of years. And when you go on the website, it's not the same thing every time. It differs from year to year. And your creativity has been a lot of fun. So I will say thank I you. I had to you. Thank you. That's very sweet. But you know what? And that's the other thing. Because I'm not a mass production company, I do a small limited run on everything. So I'm constantly changing. I'm constantly bringing up new designs because the one thing that I never run out of is ideas. And so I every every two months, I'd say there's new product. Every six months, there's like an overhaul of a lot of products. And so I try to come out with at least four collections per year. And in between those four, I'll do like some one-offs, which I tend to love to do because that's when I get a little bit more creative and, and just like, oh, you know what? I'm only going to do a hundred of these. And when they're gone, they're gone. And that's kind of been a, a great thing that people wait for that one off because they know it's such a small run. And so there's only 100 people that will ever get them. That's how actually the there's a collection of mirrored gold, mirrored silver jock straps and harnesses. I was invited to go to Rio, Brazil for a bear weekend and be a sponsor of this event. And so uh, they asked me to design something that really stood out, that reflected light and so forth. So I came up with these jocks and harnesses. They did so well there. So I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to do 100 in North America, and that's it. And so I've been putting them out. They're a little bit higher price only because it's such a specialty fabric that and, and difficult to work with, but the cut is incredible. So nice. I only have a few of those left, and those are pretty much going to be gone before Christmas comes around. I can almost uh, foretell. So I'll have to work on something new. Hmm. I wonder where I'm going to get the inspiration for that. Hmm. I'm sure you'll <laughs> come up with some good ideas, and that would have been fun to go to Rio to sell those. I'm just saying. Oh, my God. Well, um, let me just tell you, it was fun bringing them over and dressing those hot boys down there. Wow. Well, it's Rio, and I tell everyone, I was like, I think everyone is hot in Rio, especially <laughs> on the beaches. I'm just like, oh, my God. I think it's you know what it is? people to Rio. There's this just underlying comfort with their bodies that I think is what makes them really hot, because there were all different body shapes. I mean, for the most part, let's face it, 
Brazilians tend to be quite fit. But on the beach, you do see different body sizes. But the comfort level that was behind it is what I found amazing. And I loved to see because it was just feeling comfortable in your own skin, no matter how much of that skin there was. Nice. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Oh, it was um, so much fun. I think I everybody should do it. It's on my list. Of course, my list keeps getting longer and longer every freaking day, I think, because we have Stevie on our podcast, who's everywhere. Every time you turn around, he's our traveler. And I'm so jealous. He's at no, Folsom he this weekend. He's gone to Bear Weeks. I think he went to, I don't remember if he went to Bear Week in Rio once or not. I don't remember. But he's gone to like, Germany and of course P Town Bear Week, yes. and then he's gone to Japan and all over the world. And I'm just so jealous. Nice. I wish I had the time to. I'll be honest with you. I love designing and I would love to see my clients all over the world. But unfortunately, somebody's got to make the stuff and somebody's got to create the stuff. So I, I don't get to fly as much as I'd like. And so I haven't done, for example, Folsom or any of the uh, outdoor events uh, anywhere in the United States or Canada. I end up having to, to to send a lot of product to to all these different cities for all these events, including like uh, Miami, white parties, etc. But I haven't really gone. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. We have a new event here, which I may hit you up afterwards. I totally forgot about it until you brought that up. We'll talk after. Um, but it's amazing that, you know, you make this, you're making these jocks and these thongs and, and cups and all of a sudden they're going worldwide and see people on it. Mm -hmm. So thinking back over your companies, when did you realize you're like, oh my God, I'm onto something. When was that moment for you? Was it seeing something online, seeing someone either <laughs> famous or social media famous wearing it what was that moment for you when you're like oh, i'm on to something well you know what i think for me the minute anyone decides to buy my product i think like i said before i just find it to be the biggest compliment in the world knowing that this person appreciates what I've done so much that they're willing to buy it. I think that is like flattery beyond belief. But the second part was, so I had just started my company. I had just started uh, putting it on social media. I didn't really know too much about social media or how it worked and so forth. And I got a few porn stars reaching out to me and saying, hey, I really liked your product. Uh, do you think you could send me something? I And if I like it, I'll give you a shout out. If I don't like it, then you won't hear from me. <laughs> and I thought, oh, okay. I uh, I didn't really know what that was all about. But then I thought, okay, well, you know what? This might be a good thing. And uh, I'll test drive and see if people really enjoy it and and for its functionality and its look. So I sent it out to a couple of guys and they not only posted, but they kept reposting and using it in different porn that they were filming. And I was like, wow, that's when I thought, OK, so people really do like my product. <laughs> and and after that, it was just a word of mouth. I have never advertised. I have never paid for any kind of advertising to promote my line or my collection. It's just been word of mouth. And so I feel very lucky and fortunate that people like it and, and keep coming back. Nice. Yes. When I used to go to Vegas and we had uh, new brands come, we would always tease them. They made it when their underwear or swimwear showed up in a porn. Uh, <laughs> right. Because it's like, hey, because I would usually pay attention to the underwear they wore. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's so-and-so. They made it. Right. Um, they're finally in a porn. So, yeah, that was <laughs> right. one of the things we used to tease them about. And it's like, 
or they would say, come up to me if I haven't seen it yet. It's like, did you see we were in the newest such and such video? And I'm like, oh my God. So yeah, it's, it's funny when that happens, when it's some it's people quite get that flattering. I, I really do find it quite flattering. I mean, some of the guys that are in the top tier, like, uh, uh, sorry, in the, in the top tier of porn are wearing my designs and not only for their personal use, but also for, for filming. Uh, I just thought, wow, this is incredible. That's, that's good. You, you have definitely yeah. made it. So, huzzah, yay. Oh, so that's very sweet. But you know what? I I, I never consider myself making it because I'm still trying to make it, I think. It's, it's a matter of, because I love what I do, it's just a matter of fact. And, you know, there's people that wear my things that are recognizable and people that wear my things that don't want to be recognized. And I'm kind of cool with all of it. I'm I'm kind of a bit of a a recluse when it comes to certain things. I, I'm not an extroverted person. And so I kind of get that. And But I, I let my design speak for themselves. And I think that's kind of like the difference. Well, there's a lot of people in this industry who you think are extroverted and they're really not. Right. Um, because the prime example, we've had him on a couple of times, is... Dominic Albano, who's who's a model who, I mean, every, if you follow him, you know, you've seen him naked. So it's mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, he started his own line and everyone thinks he's just this outgoing model and he's just very introverted. And he posted right. about it a while back and it was like, good to see that. Not all of us are outgoing. I, call, I consider myself extroverted introvert. So I can do it when I have to, but I'm just kind of like, okay, time to chill, go away. Right. My alone time. So I guess I'm kind of the same way. There's not a lot of times that I like being out there, but if I have to, then I'll put my big boy pants on and I'll do it. Kind of like this podcast. Mm -hmm. Well, this podcast is easy. It's just two people (laughs) talking. It is, actually. And you make it easier because you are easy to talk to. Because I love underwear. I love swimwear. I love everything. We're in the right boat, then. It's just always been a passion. So, yay. And now I'm doing the podcast, which has caught on. And I'm very happy for all the guys out there who do enjoy it and bring different. Everybody brings something different to the table, I'll say. Exactly. Isn't it great to do what you love? I just wish you paid more. Uh, Um, Yes. (laughs) You know, I wish I could do this full time, but, you know, we're still growing the podcast and uh, we've had over 50,000 download listens. I think we're closer to 60 probably now, which is very good. And we're getting a good amount to listen to each show every month, which I never thought over 50 people would listen to a show, and we're way beyond that. That's incredible. Least, You're doing a good job. At least 10 times beyond 50 people. So very happy for that. We've touched an audience that I think is severely underserved out there and <laughs> talking about topics they want to know about, things they want to know about, uh, getting brands like yourself on that gives them, you know, picture behind the brand and what's going on right? and just have fun. Cause I don't think very many guys get the chance to talk underwear. Right. I know I'm in a minority of guys out there because I have a lot of friends that I talk underwear with and swimwear and, you know, it's pretty much a daily thing. It's not a big deal, but when you get them, we have a mix of gay straight and by that they can't really go up to their friends like, hey, did you see the new insert blank and right. brand? And they're like, your friend looks at you like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, so even gay boys don't really have that because I've discovered that a lot of people, for some reason, hide underwear. Love. 
it doesn't have to be a fetish. It's just some love it. Mm-hmm. And when they find out, I'm probably, you've, you've had this happen to you probably when friends of friends find out what you do, they'll go like, Oh my God, I love underwear too. Oh my God. Right. Yes. But they and then they ask you, then they ask you specific questions and especially be, uh, with me being a designer, they want, you know, Oh, okay. So I like ABCD and what do you suggest? And I, I kind of love the fact that we both get to talk about the things that we're passionate about on a, on a daily basis. I think that's great. And for the guys that don't, I mean, thank God there's a venue like yourself or designers that are catering to that. Well, it's just they get to listen into the conversations that I think they wish they were having. We're trying to encourage guys to be more open, seek out new friends that love underwear. So that's that's been the goal of the podcast and be positive and upbeat and Show guys that, you know, we all want to feel sexy. We all want to wear what we feel most comfortable in. And Mm -hmm. there should be no shame in what you want to wear. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think you're doing a great job for that uh, because you are getting the voices out there. And you are making it fun, which is the basis of all of it. I mean, at the end of the day, it's an article of clothing. If you're not having fun with it, then move on and get something that get, makes you cheery or or feel sexy or feel you're at your best. You know, that's exactly. what it should be. Be happy with underwear you're putting on every day. Mm-hmm. That's the main thing. It's like, be happy. You're like, ooh, I'm wearing this pair today. Ooh, I'm wearing this pair today. Well, I like I said, the clothes you wear on the uh, for people to see, that's for them. The stuff you put underneath that's for you exactly and i hate that marie Kondo woman but i agree with her with underwear if it doesn't bring you joy don't wear it that's it that's absolutely it and and you should have fun you should have fun you should wear what you want you should feel sexy you should wear things but you know we're getting sidetracked we're supposed to be talking about your brand it's okay so you do your own photography for your for the most for the, for most, the most part, part yes what made you do your own photography was it you know you always liked doing it or was it a necessity that oh i've got to have pictures and no one else to do it what made you do your own photography well see here's the here's the the thing about me So part of the reason that I'm a designer is my mother used to be a seamstress. And so I grew up with seeing fabric and sewing all my life. Um, I never approached it until I was in my 20s. And I kept it hidden from my mom that I even wanted to know how to sew until I actually taught myself how to sew that I, I... showed her what I was working on and she gave me some pointers and the photography my dad was a photographer and so he did weddings and things so I used to help him in the dark room and so I guess all of it just became part of who I am and when I started designing I also knew how I wanted to show my product and that's why photography became and an integral part of, okay, if I'm designing something, I'm going to photograph it. As I've gotten busier, that I I thought, okay, if I'm going to now have other photographers shoot my product, I don't want to be that pushy person to say, hey, I want you to do A, B, C, D. I love the creative process. So I entrust my design with a photographer that I particularly tend to like and i'll just say okay this is my new designs you shoot it the way you want and because i've already appreciated their work i will trust that they will do the best job that they can and so that's part of the creative process i never want to stifle someone from doing what they do best that's good yeah so that's kind of how it all evolved for me you have to work with people and be good and sit down and talk about what you like. And because I've worked with a photographer over the years who who gets it and right. who's always got it. 
And when I have the chance to work with him, I do because I, you know how photo shoots are. You have mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff to shoot. You got to keep track of it. You, you know, you need to get this, this, these shots done, whatever. And some photographers I've worked with in the past weren't used to shooting underwear. So you cool. wouldn't see the underwear hardly in the picture. And it's like, yes, he's hot, but you know, I'm trying to sell underwear here. But right. if you can't see it, I can't sell it. So right. he got it. He knew exactly what I wanted. And so after years of working with him, I'd get busy doing something and getting things ready for the next and come back. I was like, did we get it? He goes, yep, we got it. And I knew right then and there, I'm like, yep, we got it. I don't have right. to worry about it. I can just move on. I didn't even have to see it. I'm like, good, go. And then we'd look at the pictures at the end and I'm like, damn, you did get it, didn't you? Mm-hmm. And isn't so. it great when when that comes to fruition where you got the image to be what you thought it could live up to? And I think that's the great part. And I've been very lucky. I Again, I've never really sourced out photographers. A lot of times photographers are, will reach out to me, uh, send me a message saying, hey, I really love your, your stuff. Uh, would love to shoot for you at some point. Let me know if you'd like to do a collaboration. And so we'll reach out that way. I'll look at his work or her work. And if I like it and I like their point of view and their vision and it merges with what I'm doing, then I'll say yes. Or even if it's something completely different, something that maybe I would never shoot, but it's a different point of view that I think is interesting, I will still do it because I don't necessarily need someone to shoot the way I shoot. I would Mm -hmm. want their own point of view because I think it's also alluring to see something that I've done through somebody else's eyes. And so that to me is very sexy. And so when I see these images and I, I mean, it's weird to say, but it also turns me on to see how another person is looking at something that I've done. And so I think that in itself you know, allowing the creative process to do its thing. And it's like putting out, you know, a design, the way you interpret it will be very different the way somebody else will interpret it. And so I think that is the joy that I get is seeing people's interpretation of something that I've done. Nice. Very cool. You brought up one good point too, is you said him, him or her, because I think a lot of a lot of brands only want a guy photographer doing it, but there are some really talented women photographers Absolutely. out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, from a retail point of view, I do have a lot of women that shop as well mm-hmm. at my uh, at my online shop because they're shopping for their boyfriends or husbands or, or partners. And so they want them to look as sexy as they want to be themselves. And so I think that's pretty hot, too. And so, yeah, I'm always open to female photographers and a, a more female point of view of something that I've done. Well, there's there's a couple of brands that use female photographers out there and some of them keep it under wraps because they don't want their, their followers to know. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't see what the big deal is, but you know, whatever, hot, hot. I don't care who took it, but whatever. absolutely. Yeah. And you know what, at the end of the day, I'm designing for men. So if someone can admire a man, be it a man or a woman, does it really matter? Not really. Nope. It's all good. Exactly. It's all good. We all Very win. Cool. Very cool. Yeah, we do because <laughs> yes, because we're getting hot images. Of course, we all win. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay, I have one question for you that is so superficial and just for me, so everyone mm-hmm. out there will have to deal with it. Sure. So you make, like I said, you make the amazing wrestling inspired Mexican wrestling inspired gear. Have you ever yeah. thought about making singlets? I have done in in the past and i it's funny that you say that because they are coming in (gasps) the entire three collections that i did but they're going to come out as a separate piece altogether which is the finale so it's funny you brought that up uh because as of yesterday i had them cut out (sighs) You just made my day. 
<laughs> so hey, uh, I guess great minds think alike. Because I love a singlet. I have over thirty something now, and I right. keep ordering more. And my friend right. goes, "You have a problem?" I said, "Yes, with storage, I know." Um, <laughs> yeah, just I, move move to somewhere bigger. I was like, "No, that it's not a problem because everyone out there gets mad at me when I tell them to buy stuff." And I'm like, do you know who you came to? I'm never going to tell you not to buy underwear, swimwear, or spandex. I'm going to say buy it in every color and max out the credit card because, you know, you need it. (laughs) I was like, you're not getting rationality from me. If you want rationality, go talk to your boyfriend, girlfriend, significant other. Let (laughs) them tell you rationality. I'm just going to tell you buy, 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 buy as much (laughs) as you can. So, oh my god, you're funny. I love it. But I'm like, you know, you don't know if you're going to get it again. It could be a right. limited edition, you know. It's in well, stock now, may not be later. Come on, buy it. Well, that well these will be a limited edition, just so you know. Uh I don't know if you saw on my website, I also did the uh, a swim brief, which is like a yes. it's a combination of a speedo cut and a sunga from Brazil. So I merged the two. So it's a little bit wider than a a, a regular yep. speedo um in in the lucha libre fabrics. And so it, that is also going to come out in the third fabric that uh, I mentioned in the indigo blue. So, yeah, those those are fun. And I during the summer, I sold quite a bit of swimwear, which is a uh, kind of interesting because uh, I guess a lot of people know me more for jock straps uh, mm-hmm. and then socks, but not so much for swimwear. And lately I've been selling quite a bit of swimwear, which is great. I love it. Awesome. Because I guess the other little fetishy side loves the the tan line a swimwear has. It's a bit of a turn on. Well, boys are starting to wear more because that that's what our last group show was about. Because CNN wrote an article that speedos are picking up popularity in the states again, and it's growing in like the Middle East and Europe. And of course, Australia's always had a culture of of swim briefs. Uh, so they're showing, like, in the Middle East, it's up like two or three hundred percent. The United States wow. is up like fifty percent. So we're starting to see guys change their swimwear, which we are very happy for in 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 general. Mm-hmm. So well, I I'll think be honest with see- you. Like a lot of mine have been going to Spain and Germany. I've had uh, the majority of my my followers start in Europe, and then after that, it was the United States, and then from that was Canada. So Canada was actually last, even though I'm in Canada, and and that's been always the the crazy part. Europeans uh, uh, took to my mm-hmm. brand very very quickly, and then Americans followed there shortly thereafter, and now Canada's catching up. Nice. Yeah. Well, you do have some very cool stuff because I remember I first saw you on the Jockstrap Central site. Oh, I love those boys. They've been very are... good to me. Amazing. I love yes. them. Uh, they just celebrated 18 years in the business, which just blows my great? mind. And they're and good people. They are excellent people. I love those boys. And believe it or not, I when I first had my store, they walked into my store and asked where these products were designed. And I said, I designed them. And that moment, we bonded and i started selling on their website as well so we've had a 17 year friendship i'm upset because i haven't met them and we came close in vegas one year but it didn't work out you'll love them they're easy i've talked to them about many things over the years love them Promote them as much as I can on my site because, you know, a friend of mine was looking for a jock the other day and I was like, go to Jockstrap Central. Of course, he's in Cincinnati, so he's right there near them, too. Mm -hmm. And I was like, just go across the border and get it. Don't even worry about shipping it. Just go across the border. So, yeah, they are they are amazing. Love them to death and hope they get 18 more years. But yeah, it's absolutely 
But that's cool. Your brand's like everything, you know, we go in cycles and one minute it's up, one minute it's down. And mm-hmm. as I tell people who want to get involved in the industry, I was like, it's not just go in, design something and make money, sit back. I was you like, gotta love it. You got to love it because it's not an easy industry to be in. But you know what? It's perseverance. It's about doing what you love and being passionate about it. And and at the end of the day, it's about a good product will speak for itself. Mm-hmm. And just being consistent and knowing that you will, you will have a bad month and it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Um, I Ups learned and downs. The, hard, the hard way. Now I know, and after you've been in the business a while, you know which months are going to be bad. Mm-hmm. You know which, because certain months are less than others. When I say bad, I don't mean like crazy and... Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, we got to go out of business. But you know, it's below your average. You're not happy, but you know when that's coming. You know what months are that's big, right. what months and that's, are so- And that's when you have to act like a squirrel and collect your nuts and save them for a rainy day mm-hmm. and just keep going. Because I know my months now, and one, one of those months hits, and I was like, ugh, it's my low month. I hate you. I hate, hate, hate this month. And, well, it turned out to be better than I expected, but it still wasn't what a, what my average is. But I'm like, I paid bills. I got everything done. I have right. a little money left over. I'm good. Right. It's like, well, but you just have to pay attention to your, the business side of your business, which some people don't take into account. It's always hard, you know, because... Uh especially when you are creative, it's hard to have the the business side. Uh, and I know it's a challenge for me because if it was up to me, I'd be just designing all the time. But sometimes you have to put that side out and uh, and forget about the design part and then start looking at things that I hate, which is numbers and number crunching. Oh, and so, yeah, doesn't it? Oh, I hear you. But, you have to because at the end of the day, you got to pay the bills, you got to pay employees, you got to pay the rent, you got to pay for things to to happen so that you can design. In my case, or that you can sell online, and so you know it. it you just have to take your big boy medicine and just say, okay, in order for me to do the stuff that I love to do, I have to do a few of the things I don't like to do. Oh, accounting is the devil. I'm just saying, <laughs> I hate it. I have a right. friend who is a CFO, and he loves it. He just absolutely loves it. Loves numbers, loves this. And I'm like, you're just a sadomasochist, okay? I'm just telling you, hate it. Well, it's see, my scam. point my point with this is, thank God for people like him. I love these people because they make my life easier because <laughs> then I don't have to. <laughs> right. Um, hopefully we'll get to the point where I can hire one to do it for me because I'm tired. Well, right. I know our tax system's different and every year I have to do taxes. It's like, I have to work myself up to it. It's like, yeah, I have it's... to do taxes. Okay. Everything's in QuickBooks now, so I can just go in, pull the information I need, and do it. Because before I was doing it old school, where it's like, okay, let's do a spreadsheet, let's put everything in, let's do this. And now it's like all in QuickBooks, and I'm like, okay, this is much easier. Makes my life, but still, it's like, I have to do taxes. And I had a friend once who got unemployment and said, well, my taxes are complicated this year. And I'm like, Bitch, your taxes are not complicated. I was like, you want complicated? Do my taxes because you have cost of goods sold and you have marketing costs and you have all these other things to add in. And then you have your Schedule C that has all your deductions of everything you bought and everything you did for the business. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear it. It takes me a good six to eight hours to do my taxes. Right. And it's just like, oh. I'm done, done, done. It's I'm hiring somebody soon enough to do all that and just be like, okay, taxes are done. Here you go. Thank you. 
Well, I'm very lucky that I have a great accountant that can do my taxes because I know if I had to do them, I'd still be sitting at a desk doing 20 years ago. (laughs) So, yeah, no, it would not be happening if I had to do it. So thank God I am able to have an accountant and let him deal with it so that I can do what I do best. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, yeah. we all must know our limitations. I that's mine. <laughs> but as I tell someone, I was like, "Yes, I hate doing the numbers and the accounting, but I know how to do it, and I know if someone's trying to rip me off." So, right, don't even try. I was like, "Yes, I know enough to know if you're trying to steal from me." So there you go. Not just that, going here. Take my money. That's important. That is important as well. Yes, absolutely. You can't be naive. <laughs> So I'm like, what's this for? I ask all sorts of questions. So, right. Well, cool. I guess we'll wrap it up here. We're going to get you back on again soon and talk about some more things. Thank uh, you for making it painless. Thank you for making it painless and easy because I was a little nervous about it. Oh, it's easy. It's just talking underwear. It's nothing big. It's just, you know, just chatting, talking underwear. That's Nothing true. Better. Nothing better than the Absolutely. Day. Love it. So tell everyone where they can find your brand. RawStudioDesigns.com. Easy. And same thing for social media as Raw Studio Designs. Go follow them. Go see them. Especially if you like Mexican wrestling, you will love the prints. I'm just telling you. And then I am so happy about the singlets to come. Um, so I'm overjoyed because I have two sitting right here that I just ordered that I need to open up. So from another brand, which, you know, I'm always ordering them. So I have an issue, but I love it. Love it. So, all right, everyone have a great week and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to our show. If you like what you hear, consider supporting us at Patreon at patreon.com slash unbblog. Follow us on social media. You can follow the blog at unbblog on Twitter and Instagram. Read the blog at unbblog.com. Also follow me if you like art or anything else fun and underwear at unbtim on Instagram and also Twitter. Thanks for listening, and we'll have more podcasts at you very soon. Bye.